You're listening to Marriage Takeover with Eric and Tamika Thompson, helping to enrich your marriage. Hi, everybody. How's everybody hey, doing? Hey. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to another um, uh, is edition. That's right. Okay. Yes. Welcome to another um, Marriage Takeover. Uh, yes, welcome. We are excited. Um, we got a lot going on right now. We so do, you guys. Please bear with us for two moments. Um, but no, hey, I would like to know, are we live? We are live. So okay, we are good. on YouTube Live. We are getting ready to get on Facebook Live. So for all the YouTubers out there in YouTube land, welcome to Marriage Takeover. We are so excited to have you here YouTube and hope land. that you enjoy uh, this session. And, and be blessed. And be blessed. Hallelujah. So, um, well, while we still work on the technical stuff, let us pray. Father in heaven, Lord, we just give your name the glory, the honor, yes. and the praise, God. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for all that you have done, oh God. We thank you for the ears that your word is landing upon through this broadcast, Father. God, we thank you for strength. God, we thank you for... God, we thank you for this broadcast, Father yes. God, so we can strengthen one another, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you right now. So, God, we ask, Father, that you have thine own way. Meet the need of your people, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, we give your name the glory, the honor, and the praise. Father, and we say this prayer, your daughter, son, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So while we still uh, work out this uh, Facebook Live portion, I just want to make sure that we uh, jump back on where we left off, left off at on last month uh, with communication. And with the tone of with the tone of speech towards um, one another. So in that we um, want to make sure that we um, for one deal with one another in kindness. Um, there's a lot really that's um, there's a lot really that has been taking place even for um, within us. And so it's like uh, you know I, I guess I say like over since we've been dealing with communication. It's like our communication has been forced, if you will, to really go to another level to where we're actually starting to see how um, how we actually really communicate with one another. Because there's there's points where I'm like, honey, I think your words is <laughs> a little harsh, you know. But being the same time, at the same time, being able to um, understand one another and where they are. Um, so you got anything to add to that, honey? No, I was going to say, I just think that it's been challenged. And what most people will find out is when you're doing a work that, um, I think is going to be helping people and helping couples and helping just people in life in general, you'll find out that you yourself is going to be tested. So last weekend, we celebrated 20 years of marriage, you guys. Oh, let me. Our anniversary was May 13th. Amazing. Yes. And so we had such And Mother's Day for me, brothers. You understand. understand. It was a two-for-one deal for him. (laughs) And so we had an opportunity to kind of just regroup, um, spend some one-on-one time together, and it was was really nice. Um, It was very low-key. But it was really nice, and we have such busy lives. So for us to be able to come together and just not have so many demands on other things that are going on in life, it was amazing. 
Um, let me also put this caveat. Normally we are at least, you know, full makeup and at least for me, full makeup. And then, you know, a little, I'm sorry. A little I'm, bit different. But, I'm a little rough around there. Yeah, today. so um, Eric was out in the yard all day today. I was going to say I was outside in the yard, but I was just looking and, you know, Watching. checking in every now and then. Supervising, like always. <laughs> and um, he also had some clients earlier this morning. So um, needless to say, we decided we were just going to come to you guys raw today. So, you know, sometimes people always get dressed up and they want to put on all these different facades and all that. That's not us. So we are coming to you guys. Like I said, normally we have like who a shirt. Who look like they got on makeup. Who like a shirt and, you know, a little together. But it's just been one of those days after church today. So we, uh, you have us live and raw, and here we are. Right. So, uh, but back to what I'm trying to look at y'all too. But back to um, what we were dealing with on last week, far as not last week, last month. The struggle has really been us being... Um, Talk, well, we've been talking about communication and realizing that our that we ourselves had to begin to be testing communication. And I am thinking that our communication was on point. I mean, like, yo, we talk about it and everything, but <laughs> I mean, you name it, man. I started to call the bishop and be like, you know what? I don't know if I'm ready for this because this fire's starting to get a little too hot. Because literally, we have now we've been tested with far as with us and then. When you hitting that twenty year mark, my, I was talking with my mom. She was like, "You're only five years away from your silver anniversary." I was like, "Silver, man, shoot, that better be platinum, man." I'm telling you, <laughs> being in for being in marriage for this long and being happily married, it has been, um, you know, it has it has had its ups and downs through, throughout the years. But guess what? We have been able to um, really. Um, battle through, and I know that it wasn't just quote unquote us because we're so wonderful. Nah, it's because of it was because of the God that we believe in, and so and with and with what He has what He has done in our lives to help us even overcome. And I'll be honest with you, I don't think we are the woods yet because the things that we've been um, putting in place is literally the same thing that we have been that we have been talking about. Because every now and then you have to go back. And review those steps that you took to get to the place of peace that you are, because it's gonna be the same thing to overcome it. You got anything to add? No, see, Pop, you you are on point. So what I'm trying to figure out, and I think maybe because we are live here, so I'm a little distracted, you guys. I'm trying Very. to talk and type and pay attention, and so I'm just gonna focus on one. So I'm sorry, <laughs> but. I know we were talking about tone last week. I think Margot, this is her anniversary weekend as well. So she happy might, anniversary, Margot! I know, happy anniversary. She might not be joining us. But, I know. Um, just wanted I'm to, laying the girl. Go on, <laughs> do it with Mr. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to actually talk about like the tone because I know there was one time we were talking about that at one point last month and the tone is something uh, that is dangerous. Oh my God, yes. And I don't think we mean for it to be dangerous, especially for the ladies. Let me go grab some. I really do. I'm sorry, y'all. I've been <laughs> Especially out. for the ladies. I apologize. Well, go ahead. Especially for the ladies, but I want... Ladies, let me hear you say, yeah! <laughs> for the ladies, I know sometimes our tone, we get into these situations where, and, and we don't mean to be nasty, we don't mean to be um, harsh, we don't mean to be harmful a lot of times when it comes to our, our tone, but what typically happens is our thought process is, Especially when it's something that we think other people should know. I think sometimes we say it without thinking about the intent behind it. And that can be so damaging and so hurtful and so harmful, especially in a marriage. 
um, especially when it comes to parenting as well. I know that um, I've made that mistake across my marriage. I've made that mistake across parenting, even with my kids. And it's something that I've had to be mindful about. Now, I have not mastered this at all. But if I can just have a shout out, a thumbs up, a like, or something for people to understand and to know that this is really um, something that we should probably be working on and something we should be mindful of. So when that thought comes to mind, don't just say it how you how you hear it, how you see it, how you feel it. Make sure that you are taking that time to turn, you know, that kind answer, to make sure that it's not wrathful, to make sure that it's in a way to where it's not going to be harming or make the other person very defensive. Make sure that when you're communicating that it's with love. Right. Make sure that when you're communicating that it's with something that's going to be a blessing. Like whenever we do something, you always want to come with a teaching mode, a teaching moment. Right. But sometimes, like I said, and, and I do it a lot, you guys, and I, I forget that I'm doing it. So it's a matter of, so let's say, for example... What, what do I normally do it with? What? Say what? With the tone. Because I just did it this week, and you were like, babes, I need you to watch your tone. I, mean, I don't know. I've been saying that for the past <laughs> 20 years. But <laughs> wait, wait, watch your tone, woman. something else. What was it? It, it was, was, um, it was an actual situation, okay. guys, and I want to be transparent with you guys. This is, see, this is, this is the thing, because you have to know who you are. And, and knowing who you are, you can catch your tone. See, like, my wife, she's like a, a straight, she's a dynamite. Things got to be precise in order, you know what I'm saying? I guess you can you can really sum it up say a control freak, but you know, God is working with her. Praise the Lord. And so basically when you get to those points to within her line that you should know that, it's come on, what are you doing? I mean I mean really? Do it really have to take a big long do all of that. Oh my God, that's how I feel. No 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 make it feel so so the tone will cut like a like like it cuts like a knife. It does and it hurts. But I don't, I promise you, I don't mean it that way. So I know for one, um, at one point we were, it was just this week. God, what was it? What was it? What was it? What's that? This week? The situation. Uh-huh. It's been so many, you know, fellas. But it was something so simple that it was a matter of, he was like, really, babe? Did you have to say it like that? Yeah. And so, (laughs) right. I just, but in my mind, it was so minor, so so simple to where I was like, wait a second, like you don't get that already, but I have to be careful and I have to be mindful that it doesn't attack him, that it doesn't disrespect him because it doesn't diminish him. And you can and uh, understand, understand people. I'm telling you right now, as you know right now, ain't no soft dude, period. (laughs) But what I'm saying is that when you're, when you are in the midst of a battle already having, um, just say you go out into out into the world when you leave home, you go out to the world and you have to deal with work, you have to deal with traffic, you got to deal with all of these things. But then when you come home, half the time you're drained. You don't have time to battle anything else because you're in your place of peace. Right. And so oftentimes, just by having a conversation, you know, I guess for me, um, when you have that that relax, relate, release type moment. Me, I got to, I'm very careful on, on my return. And so certain things that don't come off nice, at, you know, for me, I'm saying for me, like I said, you got to know who you are. You know, I can come back in a different way, but this week on what she's talking about, I recognize that we're in the, that we're in the midst of a battle because of, because of what we're doing right. with marriage take and we're talking about communication. 
And so I was like, look, listen, here, watch your tone. Period. <laughs> not how you said it. How did I say it? You said Babs. Did you really have to say it like that? Okay, my bad. That's how it came out. Babs, did you have to say it like that? <laughs> oh, so in your mind. In my mind, it was like, what? Wait a minute. Watch your tone, woman. I'm a man. Hear me roar. Hear me roar, right? <laughs> But it's because oftentimes, uh, I, you know, and we're, you know, I'm more, I'm, I'm a little bit more sensitive to the spirit than wifey is. So it's like I'm beginning to recognize where we're at. And I was like, babe, watch your tone. Understand, this is what's taking place right now for us. Right. Because oftentimes, it don't have to be, it can be the other way around. Where, because, I mean, me, period, I come off aggressive. Like, all the time. How do you not know you needed gas? It's like you don't want to drive a car. Listen, See? it's not my responsibility to check for gas. Check, you want to push that pedal? <laughs> no, check. this one right here though, he's got me so spoiled. Now, I mean, over the past what year? Nope. That's changed oh, just a little bit. It's six months. Okay, so that's changed a little bit. Where I didn't have to worry about gas before in my vehicle, he would just go and check and fill it up, and and that was it. But here lately, it's just been a little different. So I'm learning how to pay attention to my gas needle by myself and go and, and pump my own gas. gas. And, and that's okay. Times change. You know, pray for me, people. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is, is that, you know, it's still vice versa. So when we both have to, um, when we both have to watch our tone and what we say to one another, because you don't want to give the enemy no room to uh, intervene, if you will, or to come in and cause commotion. So that's when we begin to talk about, you know, we go back to our love hate list. Um, Cause I had to jot something down. I said, you see that right there, that right there, what I can't really deal with right now. And she was like, oh my God, are you serious? <laughs> but it's, it's to let her know right then and there because you don't want to let things linger. And when you let things linger, that's when it begins to get worse. Right. And so then somebody at work can add on to where you are at. So then as soon as you come home, Hi, honey, how are you? What you mean? How I'm doing? And it, it all come off at the wrong time. So if you go ahead, especially when you're home, you got to keep in mind, man, to me, home is your place of peace where you just, oh, just come home and just, ah, just chill. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you don't want none to distract that. And so, um, oh, man, I just have, yeah. And when you look at Ephesians 4 and, 20, and 4 and 29, um, it says, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth. But only such as is good for building up, as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. So you got to be mindful, like wifey was saying earlier, you got to be mindful of what you're saying and how it come out. Because, listen, fellas, let me put it to you like this. You know what I'm saying? If there's a drought in the land, then you ain't communicating right. You hear me? <laughs> so the only way you're going to get the rain to come down in your dry place is when you when you let that real soothing talk come out of your vocal cords. You hear me? Because when you say, hey, sweet thing. Hey, sweet thing. Hey. So it doesn't matter how you feel or what you're dealing with or what you're going through. You got to understand, if your wife is your queen, you handle it as such. If your wife is that precious flower, you handle it as such. You hear me? Come on here. And what's, and what's I just so, say my grass is growing. Holla at me. <laughs> what's, saying, what's so beautiful about that too, and one of the things that we should always keep in and be mindful of 
is whenever we come and we do what's against the scripture, like whenever we don't communicate with grace, whenever we don't communicate with love, what that does is that's a seed for the enemy to come in and to set up root. Right. So you take that situation and you're done with it, ladies. Like you said, whatever you were going to say, you're done with that. But what happens is the husband, he always remembers that. So anytime anything ever happens and anything time, anytime anything comes up that's outside of that tone, guess what's going to be the root of that? And he's going to instantly get upset, instantly get angry. And then what's going to happen is as the root continues to grow and as it begins continues to fester, what happens is that bitterness joins in, yep. that resentment joins in, yep. that, oh, she don't respect me, she don't appreciate what I'm doing. All that sets and settles in, and then here comes somebody on your job who understands you. Right. Ooh. So you think. Watch out now. <laughs> who, who understands what you're saying. Who, oh, I wish my wife would talk to me like this. I'm sorry, and, who this is the person that you know the enemy finds that that area in that root and then before you know it you got you a, a work wife right, right. oh lord yes i mean Watch think that. about it before you know it it turns into a casual conversation to oh let's go out let's go out for coffee <laughs> no let's go get some oh lunch. let's go get some lunch would you like, like breakfast this morning right and, and driving by just specifically for that. So see how that continues to carry that root and how that begins and it can fester into something else differently if you don't attack the root. Would you like butter on your biscuits? <laughs> You're silly. <laughs> but you have, I mean, I'm trying to tell you, especially when you know you are a dynamite, a dynamite couple. And, every, and I believe that every couple is a dynamite couple. So imagine... And I'm not saying that every time there's going to be peaches and cream, but when you learn how to deal with one another during those rough times, those rough moments, guess what, man? That's when things really begin to open up for you. So when you always, when you're looking, um, what, shoot, what I just lost, in uh, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 11, it says, therefore, encourage one another, build one another up just as you are doing. Oh, man. And, you know, that's that right there because, see, when you begin to deal with those rough conversations, you know what it is. You right. know, whatever your rough conversation is, I don't care if it's, you know, your mother-in-law need to come stay. Uh, you know, you need to loan your cousin $5 or something. You know those rough conversations that right. you have. You know, um, honey, I need a new dress. Well, babe, I need the new light bulbs, whatever. You know what your conversation is. Right. You, these are these kind of things that you got to keep in mind so that you can have that where your conversation your, where your conversation can come to a point to where you either agree or reason on whatever the situation is that you have that you're having to deal with at that time, you will you will be amazed on how you can effectively communicate, get things across, not trying to do anything um, I guess shady or something that you're trying to play along in the background. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, I keep everything 100 with wifey because I tell like, listen, look, I'm gonna find out. This right, listen, you can play you you can play murder Shiro all you want. I'm just because my thing is I'm not trying to I'm not trying to hide anything um from you or keep anything from you because shoot man we're one. And right. it's like I, I if you say no, it's only gonna be no for right now because later on I'm <laughs> I'm gonna get it. You just help me to see why it's a no right now. And the same thing vice versa. What do you keep playing with? And trying to get to I'm sorry. 
think I was a lot better than others. And um, like, you know, when it comes to the finances with certain things, maybe not when it comes to his recreational activities like his motorcycle or, you know, some, certain things that he liked to do just because I didn't understand that space a lot. So there were some things that I think that I understood and that I was willing to say, okay, great, let's sacrifice this, let's do that. And I can see this from your point of view, so let's go ahead and let's jump in. Right, 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 right. So that's that's what that thing is because you got to understand, man, when you're talking about, when you're talking about taking um, two individuals and coming together as one, that is a hard thing to it do. It really is. And I, I said it because you two both have different backgrounds. You have different backgrounds. You have um, different ways that you've been that you've been brought up. So it's like you it's 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 hard. So it's like nope. This way we did it. This way we're gonna do it. I tell you one thing, like for with us, even when it came down to our kids, I was brought up one way and she was oh, brought up another way. You guys, Man, we can I, write I, a book I, on parenting. Let me hear you. Love no, we can't. Yeah, no, we, we can. can't. No, we cannot. Yeah, we can. Because it don't matter. Oh, what not to do? Oh yeah. Oh shoot, yeah. <laughs> don't do this. Don't do this. Because oh my god. Man, I tell you, I, listen. The book that they put out there about parenting. You know what? This is a whole nother subject, but I'm gonna say it anyway. There's a book out there about parenting. Mm-mm. Don't even read it. But best best thing you will come down best with parenting is read your Bible. Right. That's what I'm praying. All the time. <laughs> because, like, because of it, you know, she was brought up one way. Like me, my mom, all the all the babies, bathing and olive oil. Show enough. And mom be praying the whole time while she lathering us up with the baby with the uh, olive oil. Guess what? That's how she You ain't putting no olive oil on my child. <laughs> so on the first one, they put no olive oil on it. So now we had to <laughs> had to marinate his skin because it was so rough. <laughs> but my second one, guess what we did? Olive oil. She got the best skin in the house. <laughs> so, um, no, she doesn't. Yes, she does. She's like a rubber soft skin. Holla at me. Yeah, but one, but um, but that's what I'm saying because of how you both were raised. So even depending on what your example of marriage in your house is or right. was. That's another thing or that you. Or wasn't right. That's another thing that you try to implement. Well, I'm tell you right now. You want to know what taught me about marriage when growing up? TV. Sure did. The Hustables. <laughs> so I mean, but you know, that's that was my example. Of what marriage uh, is all uh, should be all about. And then until I got older and got a little wiser. But at the beginning, that was my example. So it's like, okay, how do we do this? You know what I'm saying? I, I don't really know what a real life father looks like. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, husband looks like. You know what I'm saying? And so when you when you when you come when you come together with that, now you're trying to put your put where you two are coming together to do that one thing. No, you're good. So for those of you just joining in, um, you know her, who are going to watch the replay, we've covered so far the tone and how being able to communicate with grace. Okay. And um, those to do it in a way that it's not going to be disrespectful. And then we also talked about some key areas where when we don't do that, how it's a seed for the enemy to come in and take root in lots of different areas. So go back and watch the beginning of the video if you're watching the replay and you were just now getting back on top of uh, this particular video. Right. And so, um, and also, and the, the thing that helped, that also helps on what we were saying earlier um, out of Colossians 3 and 8, when it says, But now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, 
slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. These are things that you're talking about having a household of peace. Oh my God. Like I said, I, you know, I ain't going to tell y'all no false. My son looks at me like I'm the best um, father in America since he's been in college. He ain't think that way when he was in the right. house. <laughs> but because now he, now he begins, he's like, wow. Dad, I'm going to say, man, you awesome. I say, wow, son, did he you say that? I know that. Thank you. But <laughs> but it's like, but you know, by the way, because to see how he treat the young lady, I said, dude, why you do that? That's what I see you do. That's what I see you do with mom. I said, boom, that's it. That's it right there. Right. So you got, so father, when you, fathers that are, that are there, know that your child is watching. So same thing with daughters, they're watching as well. Right. So it's, it's funny when we all go out, I'm opening the door for both of them. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, honey, whatever dude, they got to put that work in. <laughs> so, you know, that's how it is. You're also being that example. So when it comes down to your communication, that's where, that's what they're learning too on how to talk to one another. Because right. I, I had to slow my daughter down. No, wait a minute. Watch your tone. Watch your tone. You're a child. <laughs> Stay in the child place. Come on, you know. And that's learned behavior. Yes. So I thought so I was going to have to, I can't say it because you might call CPS on me. But go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Whatever. The Bible says. <laughs> spare rods for the child. So I spare the rod. Right. I'll tell you that back. I didn't do that CPS. Go ahead. <laughs> no, that was it. I think you're hitting some really good points. What do you want to talk about next? Oh, um, so that's that. That's that was pretty much that. Really summed up um, the communication thing. And we, I tell you, we would love to really hear from you guys on the on the feedback. This has this has been such a um, such a day, and it's just been it's just been so awesome with uh, the things that God is starting to do um, with us and uh, and allowing us to pretty much explore, um, if you will. But I, I tell you, um, if you please, guys, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, prayer, whatever, send us a. Did they get our email information? Um, or send us an email or reach out to us. Um, because there is, I mean, there is a lot. And oftentimes. Inboxes. Yeah, inboxes. Yes, inboxes. Um, you know, on, on whatever, you know, whatever you might be. Um, just wanted to talk about it, what have you. I want us to pray, pray for. But please understand, man, when you begin to, when you begin to have that oneness and really begin to flow in that, in that, in that true love between you two, man, you'll be amazed on, on the, on the type of things that you can accomplish together. Right. When you get on the same page, there's, a, there is such a blessing that God bestow on people are bestowed on couples when they're on the same page being like-minded just right. moving um just moving in the same flow mom and moving in the order in the order of christ man is it's awesome and so when you just when you begin to um to just go at it like that you'll see the things that god will begin to do in your life even in um your even even in your children's life so it's awesome you got anything on that no, I was just going to um, check in. Check in with us, too. I, we want to hear, I think last month we checked in to see how many people had done their homework. And at the time, nobody had done their homework. So go back to the second video, or the last video for last month. 
I want to hear from you about your, your homework. The homework assignment was for you to be able to write down um, the love and the hate list and to be able to see how that, how that worked out for you in your conversations with your, with your spouse. Just because I want to make sure that, again, this is practical resources. And um, there were some comments during the last month and a month before last about how being able to communicate and, you know, stopping in that moment is easier said than done. And it really is easier said than done. So um, I want you to understand that when you do the process and you go through it, that is not always going to be easy. It's not always going to be something that you're going to master right off. We've oh, been here no. 20 years. 20! And I'm telling you, and, and this is not that we're coming to you from a platform of perfection because this is not it at all. I just told y'all we just got into it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> this is not that at all. So I want to make sure that that is absolutely clear. But these are practical resources for you to be able to take things and to work to build your marriage. To make right. sure that you have some resources and some tools to say, hey, you know what? We can actually do this. Right. So when you get to that moment and it's really hard and you might lash out, you might, you know, get upset and you might. Okay. So the, the learning process and the learning curve based on the tools and the resources that you now have in your arsenal is to come to the table and say, you know what, babe, I'm sorry. That's Going it. forward, can we do this? Let's try so this. when I say something with my tone or when I come to you and my tone is a little harsh where I might not understand that my tone is harsh. I need you to stop me in that moment and say, okay, babes, that's your tone. That's the tone I'm talking about. That's the, that's the area that I'm talking about, and it nags me to my core. Like, it hits a bone or a part of my body that's never been hit before. And and I know when it does it, because this dude right here, I know when it does it, because he, he'll just stop. And, and, for, and ladies, what I need you to understand, for the men, it shuts them down. I don't shut down. What Not shut down in a way. It, it shuts you down to where you're not as open. I am where you're not as Give me roar. Where you're not roar. as open. Where you're not as willing. It, it shuts you down to the point to where you get upset and you feel yeah. disrespected. And so I want us to understand that once you get to that point, husbands, men, I need you not to roar. But I need you to just say, babes. Listen, woman! This is the tone I was talking about. See, check it. Check it. Oh, where is it? Oh, man. I just had that scripture. In Proverbs, Proverbs 15 and 1, it says, A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. So when you pause that, wait a minute. Wait a minute, honey. Listen. All right, wives, sweetheart, boo boo. How you coming at me? Come on. Because one thing about it, only a fool can argue with itself. So when you come up with a soft answer, you'll begin to see how your conversation really will begin to change. So now if they keep on going, then, you know what I'm saying, keep making sure that your answers are still soft in return. And I'm telling you, it's sexy and when it's soft, y'all. So when they, they do the soft, Babes, babes, that's your tone. So it just makes me want to melt, and I'd be like, "Yeah, baby, it is." I'm so sorry. She lying. You just quit lying to these people. You lying? No, no, no. It's just the That's how it was. Well, I'm so it's, sorry. It's like, is that my tone? You? Yeah. You, no. Uh. Uh. It was what the oven was saying. Of course, it was your tone. <laughs> you know. You know what? You know what it was. Stop it. No. It was not. That's not how I said it. Okay. Cool. All right. You sure? I put like this. It did not rain. Hallelujah. Quit <laughs> <laughs> so, being nasty. I ain't being nasty. Children, this is, this is PG. 
13? Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, you, but, um, let's get back to the <laughs> But, uh, but no, you were saying, I mean, you were saying because it's like all the times we really, it's like half the time, it's really our response. Right. It really is. It's really our response. It I is. remember, I remember telling, um, the, uh, telling, you know, the kids, it's like, you know, people don't see what the first person does. It's the response. That's what people see. And so, and that's the same thing when you're dealing with when you're dealing with two individuals trying to trying to be trying to really become one, because now it's like it's the response. I can how do I choose to respond to this? Right. If I know I'm not in the right frame of mind, my mind is doing my baby. Listen, I can't do it right now. Talk to me in a minute. You know what I'm saying? But we got to really begin to look at me personally. I guess it's just me because I just like coming home to a place of peace. Right. I just I enjoy coming home because it's peace. You know, I I love it because, you know, me coaching football during the fall, man, I'd be like, oh, my God, I just want to go home. Why? Because it's a place of peace. I don't have to deal with all this other stuff. You know what I'm saying? And when it's not, for shit, take when it's like that rough patch we ran through, child, I stayed gone. Coaching football. Staying yeah. after coaches meeting that, that whole night. You don't like coming home? Listen how you say it. <laughs> no, I don't want to come deal with this. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing. Oh, you oh you don't want to come here? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I was in my feelings, but I didn't understand why he didn't want to come home. Yeah. And so once we had that conversation, it was like, oh, okay, let's change this so that you want to come home. And so, I mean, don't get it twisted because, like, for me, you know, when she had that me, I'm like, listen, dude, you know, it's funny. My child said today, <laughs> he said yesterday, he said, then for all, because I had smooth my clients was over and whatnot, and I always do smoothies after workout. And he said, I don't get no smoothie. He said, oh, it's for all your other new sons. I said, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, dang. So, you know, don't get twisted. The same thing is dealing with wifey because it's like, you you tend to help so many people, right? We until you leave, that until you leave the main one hanging. Then I'm like, hold on, why is it on? I can't get new. And so then, for, and like for me, man, my bike was rolling. Oh my god, I stayed going. But then I put too much attention into the wrong thing. Right. Oh, when I say head, it's just in the shop right now. But I've learned to balance it. I praise the Lord. So understand, you have to find out when you have those one-on-one conversations. With that, that's where it. That's where you begin to find out. Please forgive me when I'm scratching so much. I just got through cutting the grass, so dirty, I'm a little dirty. So, uh, and so you got no. You got to really just make sure you keep all of that. Keep all of that in mind because just the awesomeness on what God can do with it and through it. You guys, saying that? I'm sorry. I thought my neighbor had passed out and I saw him roll by. So <laughs> I was making sure he was coming. Come over here to say anything, but oh, yeah. Hey, April. Who's April? Love having you on the. Dude, you did not just say who was April. I didn't. I didn't see you. Hey, April. What's up? What's up? Don't, girl, you. Ooh, you. Ooh, you better not. You better not do that. All right. Hey, I see love. your face. I see your face. All right. Thanks for joining us. So, uh, so please understand that, uh, and when you're uh, when you are moving, uh, when you're really trying to get that oneness, because it's really getting to understand each other. And how each other operate. That's right, man. That's the awesome part. That is the awesome part. My wife trying to understand how I she become she became a, a mastermind at football because 
she was trying to understand how I operate. And I mean, it was gonna be a long like when we the dude was you know a sports fanatic and you get that you know when you're married and some some dudes are into sports some dudes aren't but this dude is into sports and so Sundays you know after church you want to relax you want to talk you want to clean you want to do a whole lot of different things but he only wanted to watch football. watch football so I said okay so I can look at it in two different ways. Either I could be mad the rest of the time of our marriage because all he want to do is do football and nothing else exists when football is on. Or I could figure out how football works and I can like it. And at first I started to just kind of play around and pretend to like it. And then it became a competition. So I'm very competitive. It became a competition. And the more I knew, the more right. we enjoyed watching football together. And then when my son started playing, then I really understood it. And then it's just like we are a football family to the point to where like my daughter is trying to figure out what she likes and what she's gonna do. And she likes cheerleading, Bert. She yeah, some cheerleading for... is um, no. it's, it's been the it's been the sport of choice, but I'm a little concerned because we like football is all we've ever done all our life. But I was the cheer dad. That's right. Yes, Boom, cheer dad. You were a super duper. I got the trophy too. to show it. You really were. <laughs> but thank you, Mr. Thompson, for being our cheer dad. Yes, all yeah. the way. I cheer with her just like I cheer with my son. So anyway. So April, you're just joining us. We talked um, just to start off and to recap just about the tone that women often do sometimes. And, and, men, and, and men as well. But I think oftentimes it's, it's the women, but I don't want to put that rep on us women. But just the tone and how we're communicating to our spouse and how we should yeah. be mindful of that just because it shows and it could, if we aren't communicating with grace and if we aren't communicating from a place of love that it could you know, fester up that, that deep root that the enemy can come in um, for bitterness and resentment right. and where the man will feel, or even the female will feel like they aren't respected, where they aren't loved right. and how that then boils into how oftentimes, you know, that can okay. fester into what the coffee situation at work or somebody at work gets the husband or gets the wife and they're so easy to talk to and then it turns into lunch and then next thing you know, they got a work wife right. or a work husband. And so, so we were talking about that and how that festers and how to be able to squash that. Yes, babe. So yeah, so um, so yeah, that's what that's what we were talking about. And I know that we're getting ready to really come to the end of far as with this uh, portion on communication. But as we continue to move forward, you're gonna really see that communication is gonna be dealt with in everything. Right. Oh my God, I realized when we was um, just breaking down certain stuff on the stuff that God was giving me. I was like, God, all of it still boils back to communication. It does. Well, then he said, he said, look at, he basically told me to look at the scriptures. He says, praying what? Always without what? Ceasing. Meaning what? That we should stay in communication right. with God. So if we got to stay in communication with God, that means we got to be able, as husband and wife, we got to be able to communicate to one another. Right. See, I, you know, me personally, when you, like I say, when you begin, when you begin to look at the things of God, this is Christ. This is me. This is wife. But this is Christ. This is what holds all this thing together. Because I'm, I'm a wretch undone. She's a wretch undone. But he's the one that finds grace and holds us together. So when you understand, I'm sorry, that's just the only way I know how to operate. So those that, that are watching that don't know God, I pray you get to know him. But right here in the marriage, because if us two can't agree, he already knows both of us and how we deal. 
Right. So the one thing when you're looking at women, you're looking at marriage, don't, I was telling my clients today as we were working out, you have got to want to fight. It's easy to throw in a towel. It's easy to throw in a towel. And I'm not talking about, you know, a lot of that crazy stuff that's going on out there. You understand? Come on, let wisdom be your guide on this. But when you when you just really begin just to allow God to operate in your marriage, don't understand, everything ain't going to be peace and cream. Yeah. Trust me. I done told you already what we had to deal with just this month alone. I was like, God dang it. I started to call the bishop like, you know what? We might want to cancel our show because this thing is getting crazy. But I realized, I'm like, man. Just the people that the people that God has allowed us to reach and touch and um, help and even they even be, being a blessing to us, man. It's like okay, God, what you what you what you really doing? Right, right. And so you want to know what the Lord told me? You know, God really want to know what He said. What He said? He said because I'm getting ready to take y'all to another. Le- oh, shut up! Getting ready to take y'all to another level. And I'm like, man, I thought we already good with our communication, but no, we were. And so, and God began to reveal some more stuff. Why? Because I one, I took the time to communicate with him. Right. Then I took the time to communicate with her. When she, the last time, like she was talking about earlier about when she came at me with that tone, wait a minute. Recognize where we're at and what we're in. Right. See, oftentimes you don't have to be, you don't have to be, you don't have to be quote unquote super duper spiritual. I'm not saying I'm not that either, but I'm not saying it ain't all that. It don't take a rocket science to figure out, wait a minute, is going on. Right. That you or I don't have anything to do or I have anything to deal with. So we got to be careful because there's, you know, a lot of stuff that's going on, a lot of stuff that's happening in the world today. You know, our hearts and prayers goes out to um, the people in Texas with the yes, with the shootout. And yes. so, but then we now that's another thing that you gotta yes. communicate. How do you deal with the loss of a loved one? You know what I'm saying? So a lot of that, because you'll be amazed on how many people lose that loved one that is so dear. I'm not talking about the husband and wife. I'm talking about like if that if that husband lose lose like I lost my aunt. Like my, my wife would tell you when I lost my grandmother, I five years went by before I actually mourned my grandmother. And Stuff I was holding in, and she was like, what is going on with you? Right. <laughs> because I did not know how, at that time, to communicate my feelings on with my grandmother. You know what I'm saying? And now that my mom has been diagnosed with cancer, now it's like, okay, we can, we can talk about this. But I thank God that mom is getting better because she coming up here. I'm trying to tell you, you should be right here in June. She want to come up here and hang out with me. I said, well, go ahead, Jesus. So it's good. But being able to communicate, because you, I'm telling you, you really would not know how much a loss of a loved one would even change the dynamic of your communication. It will. Even your relationship. And so it's being able to have those communications with the hard thing, even with, even with the loss of a job or right. whatever the whatever the I'm being like with, with wifey, she had left one position and the one that she was going to, they rescinded an offer. Man, she ain't know how to talk about it. Yeah, but, I was devastated. Ooh, I tell you, she ain't know how to talk about one thing about it though. Mm, that's what I tell you when you well, man that know how to pray. Woo! 
my God today. I ain't got nothing on the women. I'm not saying that. But a man, if you want to see things move, let a man get real with God yeah. and begin to really pray. Man, I got a couple of bishops I can sit here and name that has taught me just the power of when a man prays. Oh, man. Woo. I'm telling you. Awesome. Oh, man, fellas, I'm trying to tell you, but you got to know how right. to pray. Lord, fix this. Mm -mm, no, that ain't it. That ain't it. We're going to cover that on one. But understand this. Like, man, you got to. Right. You got to know it. Well, no, would, do that now. What? Cover, like, when to break down to with the prayer. Okay, because I ain't got no time. We got, like, five minutes left. No, we don't, honey. Yes, we do. Like, 12. That five. See, now we just oh, wasted oh, one talking about the time. Sorry, we do have five minutes left. And so, I'm going to, and you know what? Matter of fact, God, I thank you because that's also one of, we're going to make sure that we come back and understand how to effectively pray as couples for Ooh, one another. That's good. Okay. Sweet. I guess she forgot that's we had right. this communication that we talked about this. But it's all right. God is good. No, because I thought we were going to go up to finance next month. Now, if you know how to pray, we can slide right on into the finances. <laughs> Holla at you, boy. Because okay. the thing is, man, when you when you know when you know how to effectively pray. Right. I'm talking about fellas. Put it like this. There were situations I think even dealing with at work and at home where I wouldn't even have to say a word sometimes. He would just, like, I would be a little standoffish in, in my moment, and yeah. I deal with things internally. And so he would just come. I remember one day we were in D.C. living on Bowling Air Force Base, and he came and he just, I was washing the dishes or cooking or something. I was in school full-time with my master's program. There was a lot going on at work. I was in the military. The kid, my son was driving me crazy, insane. And... All I remember was him walking up behind me, wrapping his arms around me, and he just held me. And in that okay. moment, that was all I needed. And then okay. after I just kind of crumbled in his arms, okay. then he began to pray. And it was a moment for me to where I was like, had he not been locked into the spirit, would he have been able to tap into that moment that that was what I needed? You know, sometimes we just go, 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 go. Because we know we need to get things done. We know we need to get things taken care of. But in that moment, I absolutely needed that. And it was a life changer. And I, I remember even when um, there was one point in, in my time, there was a guy who was trying to get me to, to leave my marriage. And at that moment, you know, I had to ask him, well, no, you know, do you pray? Like, are you a praying man? Talk about it, baby. Talk about it. You can't Boom. see things. If you can't see things in the spirit, if you can't be able to tap into the spirit to figure out what is going on with me when I don't know how to communicate that, or maybe I do know how to communicate, but I just don't feel like communicating because I don't want to have that conversation, then what are we doing? Like, there's so much more than just money. There's so much more than just the kids. There's so much more than just what we perceive to be right. our happiness. It's right. about the spiritual things and right. us being able to tap into that. Right. And I was just like, whoa. Like, this is the man that I really need in my life, and it may not always look like I wanted it to look. But I tell you, that spiritual aspect with him being able to tap into the spirit is amazing. Nobody but God. So that's the thing, though. Um, a man that knows how to pray. Oh, my God. Like I said, you you wouldn't believe. You wouldn't believe. I don't, and, I, and, it's, and I'm telling people, it's all God. It's all God. When I tell you, because even in the prayer, God had to work on me. So that he can even answer my prayer. You understand what I'm saying? Even to the point where we went through our roughest time. God, even in the midst of prayer, 
I'm telling you, the thing that she was in, I had an issue with. Even in the, in the midst of prayer, man, guess what? God showed me every individual. I knew them by name. I ain't even been introduced to them. I knew them by name and I knew their motive. She didn't want to believe me. But God brought somebody along and began to confirm everything that God was showing me that I was telling her. Right. So you will learn how to even cover your spouse. Oh, my God. But then you take a praying woman. Oh, God. That know how to be in the order of God. That's the, the key part. Order right? of God. The order of God. <laughs> right. So we're going to break down. We're going to really talk um, about that part of prayer and in um, breaking down prayer and being in the order of God um, on our next. What's the thing called? Marriage takeover. Uh, on our next marriage takeover. Um, Y'all pray for the baby. Lay hands on me. Um, because I think that even now is a season because people are being, um, couples are really being challenged and being strained. And so long as you, I remember there's um, it's, uh, uh, Pastor Georgella Wright and uh, um, Elder, Elder Wright. Um, we love them so much. They're out in um, Jacksonville, North Carolina. Yeah. And love so much. But it was one thing that they always said. They said, stay on the wall, brother. Don't you let go of that rope and stay on the wall. <laughs> Don't matter how, how hard it is, stay on the wall. So I'm telling you couples now today, and wife is going to pray and take us out, but stay on the wall. Stay on the wall. If you know that what was going on right now, sorry about that. No matter of fact, you've seen the stuff. It's never it's going off. But to start it. Trying to interrupt, but uh, whatever the strain is, or whatever that you think, um, I think, but the things that you may be going through in your marriage or whatnot, stay on the wall, stay on the wall. If you know that there's light at the end of your tongue, then stay on the wall, stay on the wall. So, wife is gonna pray and take us out, and we're gonna have the call to discipleship as well. Wife is gonna take care of all that while we pray, while she's praying. So, go ahead, baby, take us out. So for anybody that may listen to the replay or is on the, the watching us now and you may not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I do want to offer this invitation. And this is not to insult you by your religion, um, to offend you in any way whatsoever. But if you say, you know what, I like what they were saying. They kind of made living for God kind of look cool. Um, I might want to check him out. I might want to see what this is all about. And if you just confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Lord... And if you believe it in your heart and that he rose for you, and if you just confess that with your mouth, believe that in your heart, then you are saved. And so I want to welcome you into the fold. And then I just want to invite you to find a Bible-based uh, church to get started in, to learn more about the biblical principles of God. Learn yes. more about building that relationship with God, which and is being really a key. Disciple and being a disciple of Christ, because that's what's really key. It's not about um, religion and traditions. It's really about that relationship. And being that disciple. And so I'm going to invite you in to do that on today. And so welcome to the fold. Amen. And I um, want to pray over some marriages and, and pray over relationships and pray over your household. So God, we thank you. Yes, we Lord. honor you this day, God. Yes, we Lord. magnify your holy and your precious name because you are a righteous God. Yes, you are. You are a holy God. And we honor you, Lord. We love you. We magnify you, God. And we just ask that you come and you sit into every single 
household now, every single marriage, every single relationship, God, that you would have your way, God, yeah. that you would sit in the midst, God, and that you would bring peace, God, that you would bring joy, that you would bring understanding, God, that you would sit in, God, and that you would help us with our communication, Lord, that you would help us where, God, we may not understand what we're doing wrong, or even what we're doing right, but God, that you would guide us each and every way and every step mm -hmm. of the way in the mm -hmm. mighty name of mm -hmm. Jesus. Amen. God, that you would sit and you would rest and that we would be able to sit and hear from you. Yeah. To, to honor you, God, to reverence you, God, over our lives, over our marriages, over our relationships, over our children, yes. over our households, God. Lord, let us not speak or do or move or do anything, God, without first consulting you yes, in our God. marriage. Yes, for God. every marriage, for every relationship, for every husband, every wife, God, that might be broken, that might be hurting. Lord, we ask now in the mighty name of Jesus, God, that you would continue, Lord, to have your way. Yes. We ask now, God, that you would step in in the name of Jesus and that you would make whole, God. Yes. Lord, that you would bridge the gap, God. That you would mend every broken heart. That you would remove and heal all depression, God. Yes. Lord, that you would come and you would just have your way, God, in the mighty name of Jesus in their lives, God. Yes, every God. hurt, God. Every pain, God. Yes. Every brokenness, God. I'm asking now, God, that you would make whole in the name of in Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God, that you would move by the awesomeness of your oh, might and your God. power, God. Yes. So, God, they would be made whole, God. Yes. Lord, that they will be one in the spirit, God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God, we ask, God, that you would break generational curses, God, yes, God. over these marriages, yes, God. God. Over these families, God. Over these lifestyles, yes. God. Over the children, God. Yes. Lord, that you would continue, God, to have your way, have God, your in way. their lives, God. Lord, that you would get the victory, that you would get the glory, God. That, Lord, you, God, people would see this marriage, see this family and say, but God. But God. And know that it's you, God, that yes. has made the miracle. Know that it's you, God, that is restored. Know that it's you, God, that is healed. Yes. Know that it's you, God, that is covered. Know that it's you, God, that has delivered and brought out and made whole. Yes. God, we honor you. Yes, we do. We magnify your sweet, precious name, God. Yes. You be magnified in everything that we do, everything yes, that God. we say, God. Lord, we honor you. We love you. And I ask, God, that you would rest, that you would encamp your angels around each and every household, each and every marriage. And we just give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. Yes, God. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We thank you guys so much for tuning thank in. Thank you for, for joining. Takeover. So please keep in mind. Next month, we're talking about effectively praying for the husband and effectively praying for the wives. I'm telling you, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. And if you guys want to send some specific prayer requests in or want us to talk about something over the next couple of sessions, inbox. please inbox us on the Marriage Takeover. Or if you want to inbox Eric or I separately, that's fine as well. We just want to be able to hear from you. We want to be able to offer you some great content, some great value. And allow God to be glorified in your relationships, in your marriages. We love you guys. Yes. We appreciate your support. And that's all. That's it. And that will be us, Thompson's Marriage Takeover, signing off. And be blessed. Howdy. <laughs> love you guys. Thank you for tuning in to Marriage Takeover.